Well, good afternoon, everybody. It's a pleasure and uh, an honor to, to do this little uh, presentation here in Norway. Thank you, Andrew, and thank you, Bridget, for your invitation. Uh, <clears throat> as it was told, I am uh, Bertrand Monet. I'm a professor in the uh, Business School, and I manage uh, IMARIS, Institute for Criminal Risk Management. Uh, in, in a very few words, just to present you the, the, the research, Cybercrime, how organized crime profits from technology. The objective is to present you the, the first results of our research on this issue of organized crime. Just to, to present you what we do, uh, we conduct uh, forensic research on criminal risks based on different case studies and on a press review too. But on different case studies, for example, we work on the first issue, which is uh, oil and crime. What are the criminal risks of oil and Kajor Delta on this issue in Nigeria? We work on the economy of kidnap and ransom in Colombia. We work on the uh, criminal risk that targets uh, accidental companies in investing in new European countries, and we work in the Balkan countries, specifically in Albania and in Serbia. So we have <coughs> this uh, field research strategy, I may say which conducts uh, us to, to, to have, a, a, I think, a quite exotic position on this issue of cybercrime. Cyber because we do not consider cybercrime is a, a criminal techniques in it. For us, cybercrime is only but a central criminal tool. Just to present you the reason why we think that, I present you the mapping of the criminal threat that we draw today. For us, a criminal threat or a criminal risk, I may say, is composed, is generated by different criminal actors, which could have two different uh, origins. The first criminal actors that are uh, most known today are criminal actors that have an ideological objective. They are mainly terrorist organizations. And then we consider that another type of criminal actors target each day private companies, actors having a financial objective. Not terrorism any longer, but organized crime. These actors use different techniques to hit private companies. These techniques are from different types, destruction, parasitism, predation, and today more and more competition. This is the global map of criminal risk. So of course, terrorist organizations hit each day private companies. Just think about the different consequences only of the 9-11 attacks, for example. Because these terrorist organizations use to, to hit private companies, attacks, kidnapping, assassination, and so on. Okay, so these terrorist organizations, of course, they hit private companies because they use destruction techniques. But we consider that another type of criminal actor has to be considered today, actors having a financial objective, I mean organized crime. The first actors belonging to organized crime that we consider because we think that they are the most dangerous ones are the mafias. Very specific criminal actors, only few criminal uh, organizations can be considered as mafias. Japanese mafia, Chinese riots, Italian mafias, Albanian mafias, Turkish mafia, and so on. Other criminal actors having a financial objective, other transnational organizations from the Mexican cartels to the Russian gangs, for example, Criminalized guerrillas, just like Colombian guerrillas, southern Colombian guerrillas, and, for example, Nigerian guerrillas, and urban gangs. These are the criminal actors we consider that, that 
this, we consider that these criminal actors have a financial objective when they hit a private company. To hit these companies, they use different techniques. First of all, parasitism, because they do money laundering, because their profits come from two types of activities. At first, they develop a criminal economy, and then they apply a predation on legal economy. And because they develop a criminal economy, they have to make money laundering, because they have black profits. Counterfeiting, second type of parasitism techniques, and traffics. Then they use predation techniques, extortion at first, kidnap and ransom, and piracy. And of course, attacks. And more and more, we consider today that these criminal actors that have a financial objective, these criminal actors become more and more competitors of legal companies. Why? Because today, they are able to disturb legal business on different public tenders or privatization processes, specifically in new European countries. Okay? So this is the global map of the criminal risk we consider. And we consider that on this map, cybercrime has not to appear in it. As I told, cybercrime is not a criminal technique in it. Cybercrime is a very important, useful, and central criminal vehicle, criminal techniques that can be used <coughs> for destruction techniques, that can be used for parasitism techniques, that can be used for predation techniques, or competition techniques. For us, cybercrime has to be analyzed within this global map of criminal risks. This was the easy part. <laughs> Uh, so let's uh, see a little bit uh, what kind of uh, cyber crimes are committed and perpetrated by uh, organized groups, this kind of organization that uh, we have cited here. Uh, first, destruction. We say that one technique of organized crime or terrorist <coughs> groups is destruction. Uh, if we speak about destruction and if you look at uh, the, the cases that have been documented where it is clear that an organized criminal organization, or, uh, criminal organization has been identified as being uh, the author of a crime, yeah? there are these kind of examples that uh, have been uh, identified. Uh, first, We'll separate why internet companies, those who are doing some e-commerce in a way or another, are using <coughs> internet as a way, in fact, to be in relationships with clients. And what we call classical companies, let's say companies that, uh, in fact, uh, were doing business before the era of internet. Uh, when it comes to destruction, there are three, three different types of destruction that have been uh, identified. First one is you can't destroy completely a company by paralyzing uh, its website. Uh, it's true, for instance, it has been true for gambling companies, okay? Online gambling. If the clients cannot, in fact, have access to the gambling company, they cannot bet for their team or they cannot play on casino or whatever. So it means that somewhere people will those who are betting will find another site 
and uh, your site and your company can be can die from this here. Uh, for our internet companies also, we can have, uh, for classical companies, some destruction of uh, websites here, which can have been done. Uh, one example I will uh, take is uh, made by a specific organization. It's not a terrorist group, but it's a kind of group that sometimes can have some, use some terrorist action here. Uh, I will give you a case of an NGO. Uh, which is called Act Up. You know Act Up, which an, an it, it's an ADS AIDS NGO fighting against SIDA AIDS. Yeah. And there is a process nowadays by Abbott Pharmaceutical Company against Act Up France. You know, yeah. Maybe you will speak about. No? Yeah. Sorry, I will not say too much. Uh, yeah, uh, because in fact, Act Up destroyed partly the website of Abbott. Yeah. And the reason for them was ideological. It may, Abbott has decided to multiply by five the price of some uh, drug against AIDS that was sold in the United States. And in order to reply to this, they destroyed their e-commerce website. So you have, have this kind of destruction of website, also destruction of information systems. Yeah. There is the website, but there is also all these information flows that are nowadays organized with ERPs and so different kind of systems within companies here. And there are attacks that are in fact uh, made upon these uh, information systems to destroy them. There is a fear nowadays for instance, on nuclear energy sites, but this kind of attacks would be made by terrorist groups. Another type of uh, action made by organized crime is predation. If you look at predation, yeah, there are different kinds of uh, actions that uh, have been uh, identified. The first one, through the paralysis for two days, three days of a website for an internet company, can make some extortion. There have been cases like this, and there has been a case, in, I think, in the UK, uh, for a company like PayPal, you know, for online transactions, pay online payments here, where the clients and the users of the system could not access to the system. Many mails have, in fact, it was a spamming technique, that uh, made the servers uh, completely full of messages, and uh, the clients could not access to the site. Then the company receives an email or a phone call saying, well, if you give us $100,000, maybe, in fact, we can ensure the security of a website for one year. It means that one year after, you will have to pay a bit more. Okay. So there is this kind of extortion uh, that you can find nowadays uh, through uh, uh, the piracy of a website. Also, what is uh, a big problem nowadays is the use of farming or fake websites. Yeah. You have a bank and uh, you create a clone of a website of a bank and you find a system where the clients, in fact, are redirected to your site instead of a site of a bank. And it's a way, in fact, for instance, to collect information about the identity of a person and to use it afterwards. Yeah. So most of the time, here it's not the company itself 
but it's the clients of the company which are the first who are in fact uh, aggressed, assaulted somewhere by uh, this process here. But if it's a bank or an insurance company, it means sometimes that the company will reimburse the clients and it may also have a cost for the company and for its reputation. Also, uh, there is nowadays uh, techniques of intrusions and uh, attempts of intrusion in information systems of company for finding information. Value, information that has some value. It can be the identity of a client, but it can also be a secret, some innovation, or whatever. Yeah. So the consequences here, or the reasons why we do this is can be some, can be some software piracy, but also much espionage that now uses internet as a way, in fact, to uh, find and uh, then to sell trade secrets. When it comes to parasitism, remember, it was money laundering and counterfeiting. We found back both of them here. Uh, and cases where, in fact, through the intrusion in information systems, in fact, it helped develop some counterfeiting uh, or some money laundering techniques. Uh, counterfeiting, there are two ways to use, in fact, technology. <coughs> First one is counterfeiting, in fact, through intrusion. Here, it's a way, for instance, to find a secret, production secret or something that you can reproduce through fake products afterwards, counterfeit products. But also, look at the drug market nowadays. In the pharmaceuticals, the drug market here, yeah, of the, drug, the market of fake drugs, you know, counterfeit drugs, um, is on the internet. People buy drugs essentially through the internet. So it's a, it's a channel also, which is used nowadays, in fact, to sell the kind of products that are made uh, through these kind of, these kind of techniques. And money laundering, yes, there are cases of money laundering <coughs> uh, that have been uh, documented. Uh, all the banks and transfer between banks are organized through electronic processes and computers here. So if you have some kind of access to a system, it's a way also, in fact, to make money transfer from one way, from one country to another. For the, the whole related networking network banking system. Last competition, saying that in fact, green uh, organized crime is penetrating more and more, and competing somewhere with companies nowadays. Yeah. If we look at our companies and the tactics here, we have identified three. Control ones. First one. First one is the creation of online gambling companies. There are online gambling companies that are created by Russian groups, for instance, or groups from Latvia. Too. Yeah. Why? It's a way to launder money. You give money to accomplices and they will uh, play on the casino you have created on the internet and then, okay, we will earn some money and uh, the money is laundered. Yeah. Nowadays, it explains also why there is so much pressure and racketeering which is organized against other, against other 
gambling companies, internet online gambling companies. It seems the whole industry seems to be under pressure for being controlled by criminal groups. There is also there are also cases of intrusion in online auctions. You know that on eBay there are some problems that can uh, be uh, uh, faced. Here. Uh, when you buy someone, you can have some confidence uh, in the seller because someone has rated it as a very good seller, whereas we trust him and so on. But you don't know who has written all this. Yeah. And there, are, there have been some scams that have been found where it's the same kind of people and friends who were doing the whole thing and saying, well, this guy is uh, really, uh, uh, you can uh, have confidence in it. But there is also nowadays online auctions in B2B business, <coughs> B2B um, uh, affairs. Uh, for instance, here in uh, supermarkets in France, French, like Carrefour or Auchan, they use online auctions to select their suppliers. And sometimes they have suspicions that people have entered the system and know the prices that are proposed by the different suppliers. So they can, in fact, have a market, predate the market. He has a real knowledge of the prices that are proposed by our actors. And last, and maybe the worst one, uh, share price manipulation. Just look at my notes here. So, the, in 2006, so recently, yeah, uh, some people in the United States, some members of the Lucchese and Colombo families, which were some Italo American mafias, yeah, they were arrested. They were arrested because, in fact, they have manipulated the share price of some companies. They have put pressure on some brokerage firms to buy shares. They then diffuse through the internet false information on these companies. Then once all of the other companies, investment companies are investing, they sell. Because it's not true what is written about this company. So they use this to make money here. But it means that somewhere the value of the company, value on the stock exchange for those who are listed, in fact, can be subject to this kind of threat here. But someone will play with the real value of a stock exchange value of your company. In the end, just to go quick, if we look at targets, Okay, internet companies are maybe more exposed to some cases of uh, predation or destruction. Yeah. When we speak about uh, cybercrime, there are two sources of vulnerability behind this generic concept here. It's the websites, but it's also the information systems of companies. Yeah. When you look at the tactics of organized crime, as Bertrand was saying, it's not a technique of cybercrime, but cybercrime is used for predation for a particular objective. So technology is generally a mean and not an end in itself. Yeah. And also what is important is to see that organized crime targets not only the assets of company, but also the flows, flows of information 
as they did, for instance, with piracy in the flows of products. Flows of information, when information is transferred between banks, for instance, yeah, or between the supplier and the company. So the consequences for business are two. First, uh, the need, of course, for securing the information systems. But also a need for securing the whole supply chain. We have relationships with many of our companies who are suppliers, clients, who are, in fact, partners or lawyers or whatever. And you exchange information through these networks. And we're speaking uh, with uh, people from DHL, you know, a logistics company a few days ago. And they were explaining that, yes, there is really a problem of securing the whole value chain, in fact, in industries. So as a conclusion, when and our starting point for all this uh, research was uh, the knowledge uh, that Bertrand, people from the Institute of Criminology, had on organized crime, there are two main principles for, that, uh, in fact, can uh, explain the actions perpetrated by organized crime. First one is, once you have identified uh, a target, well, find the weakness of the target. What is the best way to, in fact, to enter or to put pressure on it? And the second principle is, well, you have an end where everything is nice for reaching this end here. So we are really, very creative. I think the different kind of cases uh, we showed here show that they are really uh, creative. Yeah. So in the end, technology, for these reasons, yeah, it's not a barrier for this kind of group. It's much more an opportunity. And if you see, in fact, uh, nowadays, even the market for students, a market for recruitment of students. Organized crime are recruiting students that have very good skills on computers, on the software. So if you're good at... Just a plan. So. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you.